Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome back to The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell, and happy 2024. We are in the new year at the time of this recording. I am recording this from Winter Park, Colorado. So if you guys are watching me on screen, you can see that it looks a little bit different. The background looks a little bit different. We're in the super cute cabin. Mark and I come away. Usually we take that week between Christmas and New Year's, just the two of us. We don't have any kids with us now. We come out, we ski, we play, we do some planning. And this year's especially uh, special for us. I want to share that in a minute. But I'm um, just looking forward to really what's coming up in the new year. So I hope you guys had an amazing holiday. I'm going to jump right in. You know, um, often this time of year, we do the the word of the year. What is the thing that this year, 2024, is going to be about? And before I even start with, okay, new year, new you, new goals, all of that stuff, I want to come back to the importance of seasons. You know, it's so easy to be like, whatever, it's just another month, whatever, it's just another day, it's just another whatever. I'm so over setting New Year's goals and all of that stuff. But I really want you to consider the idea of the changing of the seasons, the beginning of something new. There is so much to be said about that. There is a season for everything under the sun. There is a right timing. There is a right order. And when we step into a new season, it's like something comes alive in us. You know, we know when it's time to plant. We know when it's time to cultivate. We know when it's time to reap the harvest, right? We know when it's time to wait. And uh, for me, this, this changing of the tides, this new year, is a turning of the chapters of the book in many ways. It's the start of a fresh new season. And really, that's how I look at it. And that's how I'm inviting you to look at it as well. As you step into this new season, it is a new year. It could be a new chapter for you. You know, there it is loaded with potential. It is loaded with possibility. It is loaded with newness. And really, any time that we start making a conscious decision to draw a line in the sand, to upgrade, to claim what we know is already created for us, to step into the next season of calling, it's it's like all these things get activated inside of us, right? And I recently went through this. I've shared some of these things myself. But I want to really start with that to say, you know, what if this is really a new season for you? And um, as I close out last season, I want to share two things. I want to close out. I shared my lessons from 2023 in the last podcast. It was 10 powerful lessons. So I really encourage you guys to go back and listen to this. But I want to share what we were coming out of and what we're really stepping into uh, collectively as a couple. So every year, Mark and I choose the word, you know, the word of the year. We, we've we had our own words sometimes. Sometimes it's been together. But this year was really clear. And I was praying about it. I'm like, you know, Lord, impress on my heart. What is the word? What is the thing? And the one thing that kept coming through for me was it is a year of unification. It is a year of unity. And I'm like, I'm already unified. Like we're already like one, you know. 
but it was just really, really potent. It was very strong for me. And uh, his word was supernatural. Like it is the year of us moving beyond the natural into the supernatural. And we really have come up with this. It's supernatural unity this year. And what does that even mean? Supernatural unity. Well, the word supernatural is going beyond the natural into what we can do alone, what we think we're capable of, what we're thinking of accomplishing. And so beyond that, right, supernatural, we're really inviting the Holy Spirit, the Father in this year to really guide us, to unify us, to multiply us as a couple and everything that we touch. So our work, um, I'll talk about that in a minute. And the, the unity, the unification. I said one of my key lessons in the last episode you guys heard, I said one of my key lessons was unification leads to multiplication. The reason why that was such a lesson for me is that last year, towards the end of the year, especially in the last month as we stepped into, and I knew because we were ready for the next upgrade, it was like the last few months really were showing us, both of us, Mark and I as a couple, all of the places, it was like whack-a-mole, you know, all of the places where we were actually out of alignment, out of unity, where I was kind of riding in my own lane, he was riding in his own lane, and we were good, you know, but there's always more layers, you guys. You think you do the work, you know, we're good for a season until we're ready to step into the new season. And when we are, things come to the surface that say, okay, you know what? It's time. It's time to shed the old. It's time to really embody the new. And one of these things for us was really being revealed everywhere that we were out of sync with each other. So we started to experience some friction. You know, we talk a lot about cleaning the energy, keeping the energy clean. And while many things were good, okay, I want to continue to say, like, they were good. They were fine. Like, we were we were going along. You know, we were doing the things we always do. But we started to notice some friction happening. And anywhere where there was friction, there was an invitation to rise together, to get clearer together, to reestablish a North Star together as it came to our marriage, as it came to our parenting, how we were going to parent these six kids, right? We have a blended family. So I have three he has three, but then it's, it's so much of that language is like my kids, your kids, but this is like our kids. It's what are we standing for as parents? What are we instilling as a unit into our children, into our family, into our home environment? Like what is, what is that North Star as parents? Not my kids, your kids, my way of parenting, your way of parenting, right? Same thing with our business. We started to notice that you know, there was some real clarity and systems and processes in one business. And then I had my business and he had his business. And we still have two business entities. But we were starting to really notice that it was kind of like the road felt bumpy, right? And we're like, wait a second, we're doing so much more work than we need to be doing by trying to do this separately, so many things separately. What does it really look for look like for us to get really unified about the vision that God is calling us into as a couple, collective vision, like the real mission that he's pulling us into. And uh, how do we get to exercise that through these different avenues that we have going on, right? My coaching practice is different than his training, corporate training business. But it's like, how do they really complement each other? What does this look like in the year ahead? So we just knew that it was a year to get really clear of like bringing together anywhere and everywhere that we had unconsciously been holding on to or operating from a place of division instead of unification. If you go back to some of the previous podcasts that I've talked about, I've talked a lot about coming from a place of fierce independence. Okay. I 
was fiercely independent for many, many, many years of my life, most of my life, decades, really. And he was in many ways, too. We were both very fiercely independent. You could throw us out there. We're good. We know how to survive. We know how to thrive on our own. But one of the lessons for us that we had to learn when we came into this relationship was how to become interdependent. Maybe I'll drop the links to those episodes below. We had to learn what it meant like to go from fierce independence, my way or the highway, my way of running the business, my way of tackling problems. Like, I know how to handle things. Just let me go do it. Like, put my head down, run through. It works as long as you're on your own. When you get in as a couple, you have to learn the art of interdependence. A lot of couples become codependent on each other, like massively dependent on one another for the source of their value, the source of their worth, the source of all of the answers. And that is unhealthy too. So there's an episode on that. We talked about interdependence. We talked about codependence. You guys can go back to that. A lot of people I work with are stuck in co bad codependent cycles, no boundaries, no sense of self in terms of you know, where do I get my value, my worth, my identity from? It's not your spouse, you guys. They're not the source of your, your identity, right? God identifies who we are, what our gifts is, what our value is, what our worth is. Like we find that internally in our relationship with Christ, in the relationship with ourselves, And then we bring that to a healthy union and we create the whole, right? We bring two people that are really clear on who they are and we come in and we create something bigger than us we create one thing that is way bigger than us that's what a marriage is it's to become one unit one unified whole that has this like exponential multiplication power to do epic god-shaped things so you know, a lot of us are seeking to come into a relationship because we feel incomplete. We feel unworthy. We don't feel like we have what it takes. I want to challenge you if you're in that space. You'll only have that level of intimacy and connection with another at the level of intimacy and connection you have yourself. You got to know yourself. You got to know you have to have intimacy with your own heart, with your soul, with God, if you really want to have intimacy with another. And especially if you want to do something epic with another. So we still have to start there. But when we make this decision to enter into a sacred union, right, divine union, then it's like a whole other level of oneness, right? So we, we start with these two independent people, fiercely independent, that we came together. And then we learn how to really be interdependent, which means I do me, you do me, you do you, and we do us. And there's three, right? A relationship is three. There's, there is me, there's him, and then there's the us. Here's the thing that happened though, and that was good. Like we were, we have accomplished so much in the last, we've been married for three years, we've been together for five, and we were just like, wow, what God has done in our marriage in the last three years, we can only imagine what he's going to do in the next three, because now we're really feel like we're starting to get it. And uh, we're just looking back and we're blown away by what's happened. But as we as we came together and we were learning this art of interdependence, how do we play together really well while still having our own individual identities and, and doing this? If you guys are watching the video, there's this thing I do with my hands that kind of shows this weave of this relationship. That was an important season for us to really play in that space. And now as we're still going to continue to build on that, right, I'm still always going to have my own sense of identity, my own sense of calling and purpose. And yes, to all of that, my gifting as a woman, as a warrior, as a, as a child of God, as a mother, as a sister, as a leader, right, as an artist, as a creative, there's something better. There's a whole other identity of the whole, of the unit 
of that is one, the unification. And that's really what we're leaning into is what, it, what is it that, who are we? Who is the one that we are when we're together, the exponential power? What is the North Star of that relationship? What, what is that unit here to really create, to, to be a vessel for God to move through us as a couple? which is so much greater than the individual parts. So as we went through this season of interdependence and we were learning how to play together, now we're going into unification, the season of unification. And like I said, what that has revealed to us is anywhere and everywhere where we were still holding back, grasping, especially me, uh, I'm going to say both of us, but I started to notice, obviously I'm the one talking right now. I started to notice in my own life things around financial habits, right? Right things around finances, certain ways of parenting, certain ways of simple things like everything, everything, <laughs> simple things. But, you know, there's things that I was starting to dig my heels in. It's like, no, this is the way. This is my way. This is the way that I've done it. This, And I started to get protective of my way, of my habits, of my money, of my securities, of my – and I started to notice that a lot of this language was coming out of my mouth and it started coming out of his mouth. And we lo started looking at each other and going, hold on a second, what, what's happening here, right? And it felt like we went through a little season of friction there as we were recalibrating, as we were gaining clarity, we were coming into focus on what does it look like? He's like, it was almost like God was saying, Christine, Mark, you guys, you better get your eyes on the right thing. You want me to use, you want, you want to be like vessels? You want to do great things? You better start getting these things back into focus or into the right focus. And so as this language starts coming out of your mouth, because man, what comes out of your mouth reveals what's in your heart, right? We started to notice, wow, we are still holding back things from the relationship. We're still holding back. There's still things that we haven't fully leaned into to surrender, to trust into a lot of thing having to do with, you know, financial things in the background. We have been blessed so much financially and there are so many great things happening in our life, but there's always layers of things that we're hold on to, we are holding on to. So we started having conversations, right? Anywhere and everywhere. What are, what are the, some of the resentment? What are some of the fears that have been coming up for us? What are some of the places that we feel misaligned that it feels like, okay, I'm going to have to do this my way and you're going to have to do this your way. You know, having the courage to have those conversations, creating this space to have those conversations those are game changers and those are rare. I think not a lot of couples are doing this. And I think this is the essential ingredient that we need if we're going to want to raise our hands and say, God, use us, use us as not just to have an amazing relationship. So I feel good and I'm not lonely and I have someone to, to hang out with and go for dinners with and sleep with and do fun things with, which is all about like, again, me, me, me. Am I okay? Do I feel lonely? Do I have someone to play with? Like that's still very, um, it's beautiful. It's childlike. You know, it's good. I want my husband to play after this and we're going to go skiing together. We're going to go hiking together. We're going to go play. But there's so much more that God wants to do in you and through you as a union, as a couple. And if he put you together, he has something for you. And we knew that. And so we're looking at this going, okay, he has something for us. He put us together for a purpose. We both feel it. What is this, right? And so here we are, we're leaning in. This is a year of unification. And so this is what supernatural unification, as we're sitting here, I just want to share some things that we're going through. I've mentioned a couple of them already, but we're really identifying again, not only what's our identity, you got to know yourself before you can come up with a uni unified identity, right? 
God, who are you calling us to be as a unit, right? What is the, the couple? What is the North Star that you're calling us to step onto that you want both of our focus to be pointed towards and so that everything else that we're doing goes underneath that, right? What is the purpose of the money that you've entrusted us with as a unit? Not my money over here, my bank account. You've trusted me. You've trusted him with that. But as a unit, as a couple, what do you want to do in us and through us financially, right? Because money in the hands of good people does powerful things. Love, relationships in the hands of good people do powerful things. Teams in the hands of good leaders under the covering and influence of good leaders do epic things. So we're really excited as we started to dig into some of these questions of what is the bigger vision here? You know, we just gave each other space to kind of share, to dream. We've been praying about it. We've been sharing like some of the things that have been coming through. And it's awesome because a new vision, bigger than our individual visions, bigger than the one that the natural vision we had for ourselves as a couple or working interdependently, it's greater than that. It's starting to come. We're starting to come into focus, right? We see... You know, we talk a lot about gravitas. Gravitas is a healing place. Gravitas is a grounding place. Gravitas is a place where people come and they feel held and connected and growing. But we're starting to see the vision of what that's really getting to become way beyond us. It's always, you know, it's so beautiful to go drop in and do this work as a couple because we get attached, like what has to be in our house or has to be in our, uh, you know, whatever retreat center or through our business. God wants to use you guys everywhere that you go together as a couple, whether you're in the family dinner table, you're at the family dinner table, you're at Christmas dinner, you are at a boardroom table, whether you guys are out with friends at a couple's dinner or whether you're standing on stages, like there's something that happens when two or more gather together, especially that are fully devoted to each other and to the greater cause. Like you're talking about rocket fuel rocket fuel. So I am very excited about this. This is the word that we're leaning into supernatural unification in all areas. Like we're talking about what does supernatural health and vitality and life force look like for us as a couple to be both so optimized and dialed in with our health, our fitness, our mental clarity, our capacity, like not just his capacity versus my capacity, but together, what can we create exponentially, right? What are we stepping into with our faith? What is that oneness of faith get to look like that we're saying yes to? What is the oneness with finances look like when we're moving in as a complete unit to really multiply? What does it look like in our gifting and our work? I want to share, you know, it took us a while because we have a lot of similar talents. We have a lot of similar giftings, but there are some slight differences and some slight strengths. And for a lot of, for sometimes we found ourselves starting to step on each other's feet a little bit because we're both great speakers, we're both great facilitators and teachers, and we're visionaries. You know, we have a lot of similar strengths, but there are things that have been revealed to us through our work that we're like, yes, you know, Mark is really a great quarterback. He knows how to pull people together. He knows how to tell people where to go, position them. He can see the place. Then he's great at passing the ball, right? He doesn't really want to be the trainer, the coach, the facilitator of the things. He, he wants to play quarterback. We realize I'm a great receiver. I'm a great, like, t I'll take it and run with it, you know, and I'm a great speaker and a trainer and a teacher. And so it's, we were talking about how does this get to look like for him to be the quarterback and for me to be the receiver and the, the spokesperson kind of person here in this next season of our business, right? 
it requires some humility because our ego still wants to be in the light in all the things. It requires us submitting to each other, to the greater vision, saying, you know what, babe, you're, you got this one. Like you are better in this department. He's better at building teams than I am. I'm great at relationships. I'm great at speaking life, speaking vision, speaking truth, speaking insight, wisdom, revelation into people. He is great at sort of just bringing the people together and creating the structure of what that gets to look like. So we're like, cool. What does this really get to look like in our businesses and in the business that's going to be created going forward? So in all arenas, right, our fitness, our business, our faith, our finances, our fun, our area of fun and freedom and, and you know, the hobby, these are all things in the life arenas assessment, by the way, if you guys haven't done it, you need to do it and see, like, how are you rating yourself in the, the life arenas assessment? These are elements of that. I've always done it individually. Sometimes we've done it as a couple, but this was the year that we really said, we're going to do this audit together and check in. What does a life of true freedom look like for us as, as a unit? And uh, we've had these discussions before, but they're on a whole other level when you start realize when you've been holding back from each other, well, you've been holding back from each other, right? Sometimes we're holding back money. Sometimes we're holding back love. Sometimes we're holding back uh, sharing vulnerably things full going all in, in the relationship at some level. Um, and every time you're being stretched, there's going to be a little bit of friction, right? And that shows you what you need to upgrade for the next season. So this guys, this, this year is the year of supernatural unity. I am transferring that into like every element of the business. I really want, you know, want to start to see more couples coming into the coaching program. I already coached some amazing, amazing couples. I love the work I do with couples. It is because I know the power that's available, but we're going to really be upgrading our coaching program as well, supporting couples in their journey of deepening their relationships, deepening their faith, clarifying their vision, stepping into their God-given vision together and really forming an unshakable bond. So if you guys want to hear more about that, click on the link, apply to book a call, we're, we're opening some slots just to take calls to introduce people to what we're doing this year for couples with our roundtable. And uh, we're just really excited because where there is unification, there is multiplication, my friends. I want to wrap by saying this, you know, sometimes you're going through seasons wherever you are, and I don't know where you are, who's listening that needs to hear this, but I want to share this. We went through a bit of a rocky season. Not that our relationship was rocky. We all, we have a great relationship. We love each other. We're committed to each other. We just started to notice that there was a little bit more like friction than normal. There was more talking, more communication required, more clarification required, more, you know, touch points, touch points, touch points. And that's how it is, right? Whenever you're growing, you always got to be clarified. You always got to be communicating. You always got to be like going back to, to the North Star, making sure that are we on the same page? Are we clear on what we're doing here? It's so easy to get off the rails. But what we noticed was like this last maybe six months, last year was really a year of settling. And it's so funny because you hear that word like, don't settle. I don't want to settle. I want to settle. And I've done so many posts and talked about do not settle for less than God has for you. So I'm not talking about that kind of settling. I'm talking about the kind of settling that's like settle down for a minute. Just settle, settle. Let the pieces come in and lock into place. For those of you who are ultra high achievers, who are used to always be moving, always be growing, always be selling, always be closing, always be going, always be performing, the idea 
And the action of settling down for a minute, just settle yourself and be still and quiet can feel really unsettling, right? And so we moved into our house. We've been in there about 18 months now. So this was our first full year in the house. So keep in mind, I came from Canada where I had pretty much been single mom for the last 10 years. I've been in relationships, but not, you know, fully committed, married, you know, in, in the household like this. So I came from Canada, running the businesses on my own, pretty much living on my own with the kids, three kids. So there was a lot of like being, knowing my patterns, my ways, my ways of doing things, my ways of running the business, my ways of running my schedule, like where, where I like to have my things organized, right? So that I was in that space for the last 10 years. I came from that the last few years, we were going back and forth because Mark was in the US, I was in Canada. And so same thing, he had his ways, right? We came in, we found our dream home. God called us into North Carolina. We're starting to see the vision for what, what that's about. Um, but as we found our dream home and we moved into our dream home and it was like, yes, we're going to be fully together now. We have the blended family. We moved in together. We you know, brought in, we created a whole bunch of new things. We got new furniture, new things. It was beautiful. We moved my mom in with us, right? Nona moves in with us. So she's on the second floor. So now you've got Mark's working from home. I'm working from home. My mom is there. All of a sudden, the kids are there half the time because, and his kids are younger, right? So my children were already like older teens. So different season of life, right? The flow is different. Now all of a sudden, it's like back into like the, the schedule is go, go, go. There's sports, there's running around, different season of life. So there was a lot of things that had to be recalibrated. There was a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts, a lot of bodies in the house, a lot of people with different agendas, different programs, different places to be, different things. And so the last year, it was funny because we moved in and it's, we thought, oh yeah, okay, we're going to be settle, settle, settle. And then like, boom, let's keep growing. And now looking back, you know, how it's that is 2020, you're just like, what were we thinking? Like, no, it was a season. It was a year of adapting, of settling in settling into each other, settling into, you know, letting the home settle in, creating really the environment and the atmosphere in our home, settling onto what would be our new protocols, you know, our, our standards around the home. What, what are the new boundaries? Like, what are the new protocols? Because we're, we're used to doing things different, right? Um, everything from how we tidy up to how we set the table to what time we eat to where we keep our things to how we manage our money to how we run our schedules. We had to create a new normals for everything across the board, you know, especially even having my mom move in. Like she's a beautiful woman, but hi, we're living with mom now too. And we've got blended family and the kids are coming and going from Canada and, and, and. So looking back, I just want to share this because it came through for me last night at dinner was that it was a year of just settling and not in a bad way. We weren't settling for less than what God had for us, but God is like, sometimes he's saying, you know, just take a beat, take a moment and, and just calm down and a, appreciate the gifts you've been given. Look around, look at how much beauty and wonder and abundance and blessing and prosperity is already in your life. You don't always need to be growing. You don't always need to be performing. You don't always need to be pushing forward. Can you learn to relax? Can you establish some new normals? Can you take the time, the energy, the space, to really see like what kind of environment do you want to create here, right? What are the new rhythms and the new flows for our new family structure? We got to settle. We got to create the atmosphere. 
And so it was, it was a bit of a revolution for us last night. I said, you know, the last year was really a year of settling for us. Um, and it was, I felt like it was like the dust was settling so that we can now build from this foundation, the new foundation from a place of unification. So of course, as we settled in anywhere and everywhere where we were not completely integrated or unified, or there were still pieces of us, right? Parts of us, we're multidimensional beings. There's layers upon layers upon layers of us, but we were holding things back or we were still, you know, wanting to do things our way, our, our pride, our ego as a husband, as a wife, we're kind of still competing with each other. It got revealed, you know, it got revealed and it was shown to us and I'm sure it'll continue to be. Um, but I just want to share that for some of you who maybe feel like you're going through a season where things are really, uh, you're trying to figure out what on earth is going on here. Like, are we even syncing up? How do we get there? Maybe you're in a season of settling. Maybe it's okay to, to slow down and take a look around and go, Hey, wait a second. What do we really want to create inside of our home? You know, is there peace? Is there joy? Is there structure so that there can actually be flow? You know, can we, can we slow down and begin to appreciate each other more, enjoy time with each other a little bit more and know that the growth season, the exponential season will come once the ground is settled a little bit, right? When we can start really planting seeds on a solid foundation. You guys know that I always talk about Get a solid foundation in place. Do not build your house on sand. That is a biblical scripture. Jesus tells us that in the parable, right? Do not build your house on sand. Build your house on a rock. If you move and the earth is shifting, we got to make sure we're back on solid ground, right? So I want to finish uh, this podcast just right there that sometimes it takes hindsight to see where you've been. I hope that you're taking some time or you've taken some time throughout the holidays and as you're really heading into 2024 to think about, do we have solid foundations in place, right? Let me look around. Do we have solid foundations in our faith, in our health, our vitality, right? Like energy is everything. Do we have solid foundations in our relationship, in our marriage? God is not going to bless everything else in your life if your marriage is on the rocks. Like you've got to get first things right, uh, starting with your heart, starting with your health, starting with your right relationships taking care of the things he's given you, and then things begin to multiply. Where do you need unification in your life so that you can experience multiplication? It could be in your business. You could be trying to bust your butt, growing your business, growing your teams, growing sales, and it's not happening because your team is just like divided, right? They're not clear on the vision. You guys are not unified. You're playing referee. Anywhere where we feel like we're referee or we're fighting for our ideas or fighting to, you know, defend or explain ourselves, we, we lack unification. It's got to come back to it. So I invite you as you start this year, taking a look at your life. Number one, download the Life Arenas Assessment. We're going to link it here. I want to see what your score is. If you guys have not done this, this is a starting point for you. Do it as a couple. Where are you at as a couple? How are you guys doing, Right in these arenas. Give yourself a score. It just gives you insight of where do we get to start moving the needle forward. Number two, where do you know that you know that you know you are lacking unification and you've got to come and start to create something bigger than just you, right? You've got to reset the vision. You've got to reset the North Star. You've got to upgrade, really maybe release some things. What requires, what is in need of unification in your life? I'd love to hear from you guys. If you're not already on our email list, make sure you connect with us below. Get on the email list. Get uh, connect with me on Instagram. I'd love to hear uh, what you what your takeaways are from this. And I also want to say that 
for a limited for a time. We just finished our visioneering workshop. It was awesome. It was a four hour event, but I'm going to be giving you a free download here. It's a meditation that I took people through a visualization exercise of giving yourself permission to dream again. As you head into this new year, I hope that you are dreaming. I hope that you're dreaming as individuals, but I really hope you're dreaming as a couple. So I invite you to download that guided visualization, Permission to Dream. It is a small, tiny segment of a four-hour masterclass training workshop that we did on creating a God-shaped vision, saying yes to that, Under, you know, understanding your calling, your gifting, the mission at hand. If you decide you want to sign up for the self-paced course, you can follow the links to do that, but at least you get that that step one is that visualization. So you guys, thank you for being here. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Here's to a year of supernatural unification. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable heart shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.